Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Day six of Canadian mm. Spies of Boring. Oh my god. Daily oh, shows. Oh, I'm so tired, Day, Reese. Daily I'm shows. So tired, Reese. Why did you drag me out here to do this? Daily shows. Daily shows. Oh uh, my god. So, Jesse, what have you learned so far? Do you think Canada is a country with no espionage and spies? Not anymore. See? See, look at that. <laughs> We're halfway through this 10-day spy marathon, and already Canada... How many cool stories have we covered that would make great... Camp X was my favorite, but by what far. A, that what was about, amazing. What about uh, the, the story of uh, Igor Gazenko and, and the idea... That, that was amazing. His, that was a really incredible. How many films yeah. could you make off all of these I mean, stories? I feel like I could have like a Netflix TV series. William Stevenson. Yeah. The inspiration for James Bond. Right, yeah, yeah. Fenian Raids, or Fenian Raids, whichever one you Ferengi. Prefer. T-shirts. We came up with some names. I've already forgotten them. Seduced by Ottawa. Seduced by Ottawa. Seduced by Ottawa. That should be the tagline for Ottawa Tourism. If you if you're from oh Ottawa Tourism <laughs> and you would like to sponsor us, we would like to help you with a campaign called Seduced by Ottawa. Seduced by Ottawa. <laughs> Just we can't do Missawaga. Miss Missisaga. Missisaga because um, <laughs> what do you call it? Missisaga. Missisaga. Like I said, um, Mississaugians. Is that what you call yourselves? Mississaugians. Mississaugians. That can't be right. Mississaugians. That's probably it. Yeah. Did I say it right? Missis- say it again. Mississauga. Mississauga. Mississaugians. Or Mississaugians. Because that makes it sound like you're soggy. Mississaugians. Mississaugians? <laughs> it sounds like from the Bible. <laughs> and yay, the Mississaugians <laughs> did starve to death and locusts did eat their faces. <laughs> 
I don't know why I said it like in an old timey radio voice. <laughs> My name is Bill Bible and I can read the Bible. <laughs> On AM radio. <laughs> Oh my God, Reese! All right, what are you teaching me today? <laughs> the oh my God, nothing about. I'm going to do an improvised. I'm Bill Bible. This is what <laughs> you're going to do. Imp- what? Improvised Bible, chapter one. <laughs> Was there in chapters? Yep. Act. Keep one. going. Act. Yeah. Act one. <laughs> sure. The beginning. <laughs> oh, good hell! But it doesn't <laughs> exist, so I'm fine. Um, so, have you ever heard oh of Profunk? Sorry, all those people out there who believe in hell, we didn't mean to offend. Yeah, if, you're, going, if offend. you're looking forward to going just, to hell, then it's just my personal <laughs> opinion. Enjoy hell. I won't be there unless I'm wrong, and I will be there. In which case, I'll see you there. And you were right. So. <laughs> oh. The other ones could be right too. Yep, all of them. The other religions could be yep. right. That would be more terrifying if all of the religions. I were do like. Right. The, I like the idea of reincarnation. Really? I like the idea of someone I only, be, I'd only like the idea of reincarnation if I, you could remember your past life. No, imagine imagine if you were the one person in the world who could re- remember all of your reincarnations. I mean, there's people out there who claim that they can, you know. So, you know, you mean like... Um, it's only brought out if I drink a bucket of LSD. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I was a 16th century Dutch poet. Is that someone brought, I think my brother brought this up at one point that like everyone who can remember a past life, their past life, they were always someone Im- of incredible importance or yeah. amazing. They weren't just like some janitor of a, of a, like a boring library who lived a quiet life and then died of a heart attack. Like or that's like, never happened. Or like like I, was, I was a life. shepherd and I, I tripped over my own shoelaces and fell off a cliff. Yeah. And like, that's and it. Like nobody that's, found me for four weeks. Yeah, you know, your past life, you're always someone amazing. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was the king of Angola. Or something like that. I don't, I think Angola has I don't know if Angola there. had a king, but if it did, I was it. So, <laughs> What are you teaching us? Uh, Teach me funk. things. Pro-funk. Pro-funk. Which sounds like... Daft uh, Punk. Daft Punk pro-funk. Yeah. It's Canada's alternative. To, to, so this episode's called Pro-funk and the Enemies Within. So... Okay. Well done. Let me know when you're done. Okay, sorry. Good. <laughs> Jesse likes making face music. I um, do. I remember kids doing that in school and in the 90s. I was just a big kid. And uh, it up. wasn't cool then either. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. <laughs> now you're right. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. You do what you need to do. It's fine. Um, I, don't, I don't need to. It's not like yeah. a compulsion. <laughs> I mean, isn't it? Well, isn't it? I mean, so, um, you you know, you've heard about McCarthyism. I have heard of McCarthyism. Yes. So the idea of uh, <clears throat> America was being purged of communist sympathizers. Anyone who was kind of left leaning, you know, um, I'm a big fan of Charlie Chaplin. I, I like reading books about Charlie Chaplin's life. I find him fascinating, and oh. he he was um, essentially kicked out of America. What? Cause so he, um, I didn't he, know that. Yeah, yeah. He was he he had a very very uh, uh, poor upbringing. He was he, he really he was he, um, his mother had mental health issues, and this is like the Victorian era. Um, so he went hungry. He didn't have he didn't have much at all as a kid Wait, growing you, up. He was, was very very poor. Hmm? What year was that? Late eighteen hundreds. Well, quick, when quick, Queen Victoria was alive. That's, right. the, that's the clue. Um, <laughs> so. 
but he um and he, he obviously became quite wealthy but he never forgot his kind of roots of impoverishment mm. and even though he's a big wealthy film star used to um be involved in um like fundraisers and all this kind of thing well eventually he was he left he ended up living in switzerland because um, he was banned from america for being leftist wow and died in switzerland as well leftist to them was communist yeah, well, anyone, anyone who was kind of like left leaning, they pur- they were trying to purge from America and from Hollywood and everything. So, but anyway, ca- Jeez, so, I thought it was just communism, so, which is bad enough as it is to purge anyone for thoughts of communism, but to purge people for just being left leaning. And used to use the, use the word comrade and things like that, so they didn't like that because yeah. th- that's what people said in films. That's what the bad guy said in films. So, <laughs> <laughs> my God, <laughs> it's that simple. But anyway, um, so. Canada took a different approach. Canada was way more open to people um, uh, having political beliefs uh, that were against them. But um, the United States begged Canada to purge trade unions. And were, What are trade unions? You don't know what a trade union is. Not really, no. It's where people who work somewhere, uh, all the employees start a, a club. And oh, a union, is, just a union. Yeah, okay, a trade union. <laughs> I just <laughs> they start the a club term. where they represent each other <laughs> en masse. I've heard of to, unions. To bargain for better terms of employment. Of, just never heard of the trade yeah. union. Okay, great. So why get rid of union? Oh, well, I suppose because unions. Because right. unions uh, tend to be left-leaning because they want equal, they want better rights for workers. And, and that, the states didn't want that. That's the, not surprising. Because they saw it as a communist thing. It was just people asking for better terms. Of, <laughs> Pay me more, communist. Get out. Wow. That was it. So um, the United States was trying to push Canada to to go further. Um, and Canada was pretty moderate co- towards people. But um, despite saying they were moderate and they were going to tolerate people with communist views, uh, there was a an intensive surveillance of uh, communists in Canada and people who were left-leaning by Canada uh, in partnership with the United States. Oh, wow. They said so yes they were to like, this? Do what you want. You're fine. Communists are welcome in Canada. And then as they walked off, they went, idiots. We know everything we're doing. <laughs> that's kind of wow. what, what, what Profunk was. Essentially, Profunk was a national security program. It was the largest, uh, one of the largest national security programs in peacetime history. Um, and the idea was that it would they would keep a list of suspected communists. And... Um, so in the 1950s, the RCMP Commissioner Stuart Wood had a profunk list of approximately 16,000 suspected communists. So where do the spies come in, Reese? Well, this is it. They, 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 I love they, that I ask you this every episode. And, and 50,000 <laughs> suspected communist sympathizers. So the idea was they thought that these were all potential spies. Oh, so this was a list. The, this, the, was a, this, was a, this is my top 10 list of people I think are spies. Oh, neat. Okay. So... Uh, these lists dictated who the special branch, the special branch was like the RCMPs. So, so the question was, were any of them spies? We'll get to that. <laughs> so uh, they you, should, you, can't, you can't see this podcast listener, but when he said that, he he kind of mm-hmm. pointed the finger gun at me and raised an eyebrow like a cartoon character. It was it was wonderful. We'll it was, get to yeah, that. there he does it again. It was go. good. Um, <laughs> so so these lists dictated. So special branch at this time, the RCMP was essentially the police force, but they were also Canada's spy agency. So Mounties did the spy stuff and the police stuff. And Special Branch was the the spy Mounties. The spy Mounties. Spy Mounties. <laughs> spy Mounties. It's like an 80s TV show. Spy Mounties, Canada. 
Why buy a Mountie anywhere else? Ding! There's a nuclear bomb that has been uh, uh, dropped. People in Halifax are the only in- ones who are going to get that that little <laughs> jingle I did. Sorry. That's... <laughs> Um, so the idea was this list of 50, of 16,000 suspected communists and 50,000 suspected communist sympathizers um, was uh, essentially who they would watch and observe. Um, and if there was ever a state of national security, they would just arrest them all. Because they knew where they all were. They knew what they were up to. They knew where they worked. They knew where they Did lived. Did that happen? Well, <clears throat> no, luckily. No. So uh, the blacklist included prominent Canadian public figures, men and women, and their children. Uh, what? So... <laughs> what? So, essentially, they would just arrest the whole family. Oh, my God. Because, you know, communist kids are communists. <laughs> you teach them how to share. So, that's all you need to know about kids. <laughs> share with your friend. But then, if, if, if a kid said to me, if I was like, share your toy with your friend, and if, if my kid said to me, share your car with the neighbours, I'd be like, no, it's my fucking car. <laughs> So kids are communists. That's funny. Oh, that's good. Yeah. We tell kids kids to share, but as adults, we refuse to share our things. Right. I would like, share your car with a homeless person. No. <laughs> share your toy with that boy we just met. <laughs> I never thought of it like the that. The warped life lessons we yeah. teach our children. <laughs> we need to learn to share. <laughs> um, so essentially... Mounty detachments across the country, so police stations, had sealed envelopes um, hidden, uh, filed away in like a locked drawer, and in there was was everyone who needed to be arrested if they got the orders of um, uh, of this wow. uh, from from the top, basically to say, right, we need to arrest all the communists and communist sympathisers. The Mounties would go in their drawer, unseal the envelopes, and go, ah, oh, the Davis family, the whatever family but go and arrest them and the kids wow they were sharing their ties the little bastards <laughs> um and the arrest document was known as a c c215 uh, form they actually had an official form for the people they needed to arrest who comes up with these names that's just it's a really imaginative name like well they on. couldn't call it the arrest the families form <laughs> they could i mean <laughs> it'd be easier to find <laughs> Right. <laughs> and the files included personal details such as age, physical description, photos, and vehicle information. Wow. Um, I can't, I saw the whole McCarthyism thing and like being arrested for being a communist thing. Like, I get having pride. I get it. Right. But at the same time, if you're facing like prison time or expulsion, and the only thing they have on you is. If they ask you if you're like a bunch of questions about if you're a communist and you say yes, and so they get rid, like just throw you at the cut, why not ju- just lie? Oh, wait, we've arrested you for what? You're a communist. No, I'm not. No, but that, but that was the thing. Canada said it was okay to be a communist. You could join the communist party. No, but even if they arrested you because you were a communist, no, but they wouldn't. That was the thing. They said it was but fine. They had, they had a file ready yeah, to because go. it was, but it was secret. That was the idea was they would go, <laughs> hey, everyone could be communist. If you're a communist, what would they be arresting you for though? For in case, cause because if there was a national emergency, yeah. say there was a war with Russia, what would, the, what would the, the charge be? The charge would just be no. There was no charge. You know, like the internment camps in World War Two, where they were just like in America, Japanese Americans were interred, right, against their will with no with no. Um, so it, was, trial. it wasn't a. It was. It would be like a secret arrest sort of thing. It would just be like, arrest without trial. You would right. you and your family and your kids would just be put in a big camp essentially, uh, okay. until right. everything died down. Right. Um, I mean, that was the thing, because they said, hey, if you want to be a communist, you be you. 
um, because they said that everyone was pretty open about it and then they were just taking notes that's kind of smart actually right and then so all the mounties had their secret envelopes they got the orders in get the c215 c125 forms there's another 50 in there somewhere around them i don't know <laughs> get, get the arrest the family's forms get the i hate children get forms. the i hate children forms <laughs> So, um, in addition, the forms also had obscure information such as potential escape routes from the individual's personal residence. So we're like, oh, this is the this is the uh, same with my family. This is Reese's family. You you they, do you have a personal escape route from your your house? I have five. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, All I right. have booby traps. I have um, kind of like an Indiana Jones. Uh, they're a bit too mild for my liking. Right, you so, want them you know, more deadly. Yeah, more yeah. deadly than Indiana Jones. Just try and spell Jehovah in my house. <laughs> You'll die. <laughs> And also that in, that invisible um, plank across the crevice. Right. Who used to dust it? That'd been there for thousands of years. Oh yeah. Am I supposed to assume there was no dust buildup? Well, the guy, the guy that, at the end of the cave. You know, oh, he's the, just the old knight. The old knight. He's just bored, doing nothing. I suppose yeah, you go and dust it every morning, right? right? Yeah, just yeah. The, the morning dusting of the invisible bridge. It's <laughs> on his list. It's all sorry do. for him. Yeah, well, yeah, he was probably bored. Freaking tears. Underdeveloped character. They should do a, a like spin-off, someone, someone spin-off comes show. in, picks the wrong chalice to drink from. You'd think he'd stop him just for a minute, just to talk. Yeah. Just to chat. Don't don't rush. I know, yeah, like, I know you've come here and you've overcome all these deadly traps and but, you're begging for eternal life. But can we just... just what's just, up? Yeah, what's, what's, what's going, what's, on, what's going, on, what's going yeah. on in the world? What have <laughs> right. I missed? Yeah. <laughs> it's been 400 years so far. <laughs> uh, Chainmail still in? How's the Am local still sports cool? team? Yeah. <laughs> Is Chainmail still in? <laughs> <laughs> was he wearing that when they came in? He was. He was still. He was wearing his armor because everyone from the Middle Ages was always dressed for war. Apparently, yeah. Every if, if I'd been there for a thousand years, I wouldn't have kept my armor on. No, seriously. At some point, he would yeah. just be wearing a onesie. It wouldn't take me a thousand years to exactly. figure that out. Like bean ba- <laughs> beanbag and a onesie. If I'm going to be in a chamber of chalices for a thousand years. <laughs> Lava lamp and some fairy lights. You like they should have come in, Indiana Jones, and then should have come in, and he should the, the old knight should have just been like hanging out in his underwear and be completely surprised. I mean, completely oh my god! Like, oh, oh, oh my! Oh, like he, no, he said, he was like kneeling, he was kneeling, all, kneeling like, holding a sword, right? Like it's just, like, I know exactly. Yeah. No, this is like I'm, I'm not praying anymore. I'm just like I wake up, I scratch mm-hmm. myself, I go over to see if any of the chalices magically have wine in them because once or twice that happened. My chainmail like, really smells. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what the the original title of that Indiana Jones movie was going to be called. With Indiana the, the Jones, Jones and the Smelly Chainmail. <laughs> <laughs> you can see why they changed it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, 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 do, I, I know that um, it's very... The, the <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Communism. Right. Yeah, Communism. Anyway. Yeah, of course. So... Um, 
So escape routes. <laughs> do, you don't have an escape route from your house. Indiana Jones and the Smelly Champions. <laughs> do a film poster for that. No, I do not have. Well, I mean, I, you should have an escape route because what I if can, I, 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 and this isn't me worrying about the the Mounties coming to arrest yeah, me. I have, I guess this, I is, this is me just going. There's a fire hazard. That yeah, could yes, I have an escape route. I can. Good. I guess. Yeah, couple. Yeah. Also, as well, like you know, you never know. You might have a. Uh, you know, a Mad Max style gang of biker road warriors turn up. You oh don't God, man! Don't so. say that. You don't know. You don't know well, my just, neighborhood. It's that it could happen. <laughs> I just what I've got is just a, a Molotov cocktail that I just throw, and it goes in my septic tank, and the front yard just blows up with them on top. I'm Jesus. joking. <laughs> God, man! What is wrong with my you? My septic tank is covered. So that wouldn't happen. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Killed by my methane. There we are. That's what, <laughs> Death by Reese's shit. That's oh, what I call it. okay. That's so anyway. I just. Oh god. <laughs> Please so anyway, let's continue. Yes. Several <laughs> prominent Canadians are suspected of being on the profunk list, including Tommy Douglas, who founded the healthcare system. Oh yeah, because that's communism. Oh right, of course yeah. it is. Yeah. So, if you want uh, healthcare for all, then you're going to end up on a list. Um. So the Canadian Penitentiary Service, a.k.a. Canadian Prisons, received an updated profunk list from the RCMP to make them aware of the potential number of internees. Wow. So they were, not only were the Mounties having these envelopes that were being updated, they were then going, hey, i got five communists. Have you got space? Can you arrest them? Um, Mobilisation Day was known as M-Day. And this was the day, in the event of a perceived national security crisis, police services would arrest and transport people noted on the profunk list and temporarily detain them in reception areas across Canada, including Casa Loma, a country club in Ontario. Casa Loma, that's cool. Yeah, it's got that's a girl guide a, exhibit and a Casa vintage Loma's car a, exhibition. Sorry, what? It's got a girl guide exhibit and a vintage car exhibition. Casa Loma does? Yeah. It's a big tourist trap right now. Yeah. Um, so um, uh, they could go there. That's in Toronto, if anyone doesn't know. Yeah. Port Arthur. Uh, and also the Regina... I think it's in Toronto, isn't it? It's in, definitely in Ontario. Port Arthur, Ontario, yeah. So you could be, you'd be arrested for being a communist. You so could look at some old, old cars. I thought it was in Toronto, I really did. Or just cars as they were back then. So. Um, and the Regina Exhibition Park would also be a, uh, a temporary prison camp. Um, but that was demolished, is now a trade centre. Yeah. Uh, with 150,000 square foot of convention space slash uh, internment camp. Okay. Uh, and men would be interred across Canada. The women would be interned in one of two facilities in the uh, Niagara Peninsula or Kelowna. And the children would be sent to relatives or interned with their parents. Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. It's your fault for being born to a communist. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now go and live with your grandmother. So, um, strict punishment regulations awaited the internees if they broke the rules, including being held indefinitely and shot when being caught attempting to escape. That was the plan. Those were the rules. Jesus. So, in the early 80s, Solicitor General of Canada, Bob Kaplan, um, caused Profunk to become defunct. He basically said, this is wrong, we're getting rid of it. Um, and he introduced changes uh, to the RCMP to discontinue it. Hold on, when was McCarthyism? When was this all happening again? McCarthyism was in the fifties. That's what I thought. Um, yeah. But this was in the, this ran into the eighties. Oh my God! Wow. So um, I mean, you, you were born. I wasn't. Um, I was. I was born in the middle of the eighties. So you were about good, fif you were about time. fifteen then. Um, <laughs> You're not that old. But anyway. Um, I know. So, <laughs> Thank you. Um, so what happened was, the reason he found out about it was some elderly Canadians had problems crossing the U.S.-Canadian border because they were on this list. 
Oh, and wow. Canada had shared this list with America as well. So they would always have hassle trying to enter and leave the country because they were on this top secret list. What would they say to them at the border? They just asked them extra, extra hard questions. Like, like I, don't know, I don't know, what color is the Canadian flag and <laughs> stuff like that that nobody knows. Okay. Um, uh, so they, they basically got rid of it. And uh, the, so the, the Solicitor General of Canada had no idea that it existed. He basically, it was, it was um, leaked to him uh, by journalists. Um, and in 2010, he said, I can't believe uh, that it had any government, government authorization about it. So it was so secret, even really prominent, like legal people in, in the Canadian system had no idea that this list existed. Wow. Um, so, and it wasn't until 2010 that some Canadians, their family and friends, learned for the first time that they were deemed a political enemy of the state by the government of Canada and law enforcement of Canada. Are these, would these be the, the, like the children of the adults who are now grown up? Well, it would have been the children. It would have been grandparents. So these children had no idea. They, they had no were, idea their parents were on the list or that they were on this list. Right. They, and then just they grew, grew up, up. They grew up in Canada in the 60s suddenly, and 70s. Right. And then they're... So, they're yeah. Wow. Um, so you can actually... You can... You can uh, if you, you can find out if a family member was on the profunk list, you can make a disclosure what? request to the federal government of Canada through the Privacy Act or the Access Information Act to find out if you uh, or any of your relatives were on this secret list. Oh my God! I want. Is there a website or something? How do we do this? I, you, you, the you have to write to the federal government over the Access to Information Act. So I have a feeling. Do you think that you if would you be. did that? Do you think you, you would, would be. then be put on the list? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to find out. But also, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. What, I, don't I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't think. I, I don't know how your, your parents politically leaned or anything like that, but um, they could be on the list. I doubt it. They were comedians. <laughs> Definite communists. All comedians are communists. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> apart, from, apart from the ones who make lots of money. That's fucking, why they fucking commies is short for comedians is what they're Exactly, yeah. 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 It's comedianism. <laughs> it's a real problem it's in a, this country. It's a, new, it's a society where everyone has to be funny. Or they die. Or they die. Yeah. That was the thing about, I, I read a really interesting book about um, life in the Soviet Union. And it was basically saying, like people saying, you know, in films in the West, it's portrayed as always being cold and miserable. And they were talking about what life was like. And it was this really interesting thing. It was said basically that if you wanted to be an artist, you could be an artist and that would be your job. You go, I want to be an artist. <coughs> or I want to be a musician. Or I want to be a comedian. You I go, thought they chose for you. No, but you could, if you were good at it, they would go, yeah, go, here's the art school, go to the art school, but you would get paid for life basically the same wage that everybody else was because it was communism, but you could only make state-sanctioned art and songs. Oh. So you couldn't just do what you want. They go, look, I, I drew Stalin, but he's got five eyes. They go like, no, <laughs> no chance. You're not an artist anymore. So you, the, if oh, you wow. wanted to be an artist, you could, but you had to do it within the guidelines of what the state oh, dictated. That's awful. Whereas our right. system is, you can be an artist, but you'll never make any money. <laughs> and you won't be able to eat. That's very true. But you can make whatever you want. So that's the trade-off. Uh, yeah, that's So fun. sell out for financial security and just make pro-state uh, propaganda. That's kind of what you have to do here anyway. It's just if you want to make any money, you're selling We've made out. a lot of jokes about Justin Trudeau eating babies. I don't think that's, I don't think that's true. That's true, yeah. And we haven't been killed yet for it. Yet. Yet. Yeah. But uh, we when we do get killed, I look forward to seeing everyone in hell that I don't believe in. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'll get rein what, what if you if you if I was gonna die, what do you think I get reincarnated as? A giraffe. Yeah, I'd like to be tall. <laughs> I'm fine with that. And eat leaves. The only thing yeah. that scares me about being a giraffe is being born because it's a big drop at the start. <laughs> 
I, I think you would come back as. I think you're stuck in a loop. You just come back as you. I'd like that. That'd be Again. fun. Again, yeah. No memories. Like Groundhog Day. Yeah, exactly. But just like just my keep, entire life, <laughs> instead just, of just one day. You. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. But you would. You would be like. So you were born last year. You'd be one now, and you'd eventually right. just become you in forty years. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the world just, needs more of me. Yep. Just stuck on a loop for the rest of eternity. <laughs> Jesus. All right. <laughs> Never evolving. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the end of? Uh, is that the end of today's spy story? It's the end story? of today's spy story. We're now somehow talking about reincarnation. This yeah. was, uh, Reese told me this was going to be a short episode. It was I, short. Because I had to go. It that was, was short. It was about what, why did you have to go? Have you got 30, something better to do? 35 minutes long. Have is... you got something better to do than talk about Canadian spies? Yeah, I'm making a movie and it's really hard. <laughs> well, if it was easy, everyone would make a movie. But come yeah. on, we're making Indiana Jones and the Smelly Chain Mail. So. <laughs> I can't wait to watch that. <laughs> yeah, so follow us on Instagram. Please come back tomorrow. Um, spy on baristas and uh, put an information request in to find out if you or your family were considered enemies of the state by the I government will, of Canada. I like that. Yeah, if, that's if, you, if, if, you, if you were an enemy of the state or any of your relatives were, send us an email. We'd love to find out. <laughs> and we'll read your email out. We totally will, too. We will. Um, I'm off to record some more science show. Hi, I'm Reese, the voice of Canadian science. Can you believe it? No. I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm not the authoritative voice. I'm just a voice. But um, yeah, I can't um, wait. Yeah, I, I hope I can make an appearance. A serious show with no jokes, <laughs> even though on the inside I'm making jokes just for me. So <laughs> just listen to the tone of your voice, man. Like... <laughs> Thank you so much for listening uh, and sticking us in your ear holes. Thank you for. Uh, I hope you've been enjoying this uh, run of Canadian Spy series so far it's been fun for me i, I think it's been kind of fun for reese i don't know he seems to be enjoying himself i'm having a blast yeah okay yeah. good i'm glad yeah, yeah. i'm gonna uh just i don't know, smash something up now with excitement can we like can, a can like I, a can computer keep the mics on while that happens uh no no it's just for me hmm. so i gotta leave first and then okay that's that's fair yeah. yeah okay thank you so much we'll see you guys tomorrow please come back please come back and uh, <laughs> uh, uh i hope we're on a secret list no, I don't I don't want to be. It sounds awful. <laughs> Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 